This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard, walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. Hi, and welcome to the first podcast episode of the Perfect Puppy Podcast. This is the first episode, and the reason why I wanted to talk to you about this is because, mainly because of the name, um, is is there such thing as a perfect puppy? Obviously, I'm calling the podcast the Perfect Puppy Podcast, and you may be thinking, is this too good to be true? So I want to clear up a, a couple of points, because yes, there is actually such thing as the perfect puppy, but there's only a perfect puppy for your lifestyle. You see, so many people um, don't plan enough and they don't have enough goals for their lifestyle. And I'll go, I'll be going through um, in this podcast episode about what to look for if you're looking for the perfect puppy for you. And if the puppy you currently have, if you've gone out of your way to buy a puppy or rescue a puppy is if they actually will fit with your lifestyle obviously keeping the puppy is important you want to be that forever home especially if you've rescued the puppy and they've gone through multiple homes but you may need to adapt your goals and your realistic expectations to be the perfect family for that puppy and also to create the perfect puppy for you because there's no point in trying to do something that you expected with another dog with this current dog. Anyway, yes, there is such thing as a perfect puppy and it is for your lifestyle. You see, every puppy is gonna be different. The breed, the temperament, the, the genetics, the, the fitness level, all of this comes down to if this puppy will be perfect for you. And for example, my perfect puppy, um, I actually didn't know this when I was getting my dog, but she's a trainee to be a drug detection dog. Now, her lifestyle for me, with me, is very different to what you may need for just a normal family pet that wants to lounge around while it's raining or to go on some really amazing family adventures. The same way as a dog handler who needs a protection dog or who wants to compete in protection sports will need a very different dog to what you and I will need. And that is that is the bottom line of it. Because although, yes, there is such a thing, it, there are so many factors that go into it. Because like people, everyone's unique. Puppies are the exact same way. So, yes, there is. But I'm going to already burst your bubble because it's only to a certain extent. Now, I'm not talking about flaws here that you may think because every puppy is going to have flaws. You know, they might get things a bit quicker. They may not understand things. And also we have flaws, which will determine how far we can push that puppy. But what I mean is, is once you start training and once you start molding your puppy to how to fit perfectly with your lifestyle, you're gonna always strive for more. You see, once I decided that my dog is suitable for drug detection, and we went out of our way to get assessed and everything else, and she passed, she passed with flying colors. Before that, 
I wanted the perfect pet dog because outside of her working she needs to just be a normal family pet and I'm always striving for you know faster commands more reliable commands because there's always going to be more there's always going to be another thing to socialize your dog to another speed that you want to get to more environments that you need to train your dog in there's always going to be more you're never going to be satisfied especially if you get into this training um get into training on a regular basis which you should because that's part of puppy life so let's take um I want to give you an example of something I am currently working on and that is an emergency down but how it started was I just wanted a normal down and then I wanted a downward distraction how you progress it's slowly slow well not necessarily slowly but it's it's going to you're always going to be challenging yourself to get more especially when you fall in love with training and spending time with your puppy it's always going to be another trick to teach another trick to accomplish another title if you're into sports there's just always going to be more the same way as you know a professional pianist is going to be wanting to get up those levels now I'm going to take a step back here because although yes there is such thing as perfect puppy um you need to set that set yourselves up for success and I'm going to be talking about this throughout the whole episode every you know every blog post every podcast episode two things is prevention is better than cure and having realistic expectations so taking a step back I've already got a blog post up on my website all about goal setting and how to set goals it will be turning into a podcast episode but for now it is a blog post and that is setting yourself up for success genetics are everything and this will determine how perfect this puppy is for you it also determines how realistic you could be so for example border collies are meant to herd that is what they're bred for they've got the agility the stamina the coat to work in any environment belgian malinois are meant to bite they've got high energy high drive natural possession labradors will want to retrieve and swim (laughs) sorry but you're you know wet and muddy is just part of the game english bulldogs will snore so if you're you know you want a peaceful night's sleep maybe don't get one greyhounds will chase small fluffy things especially if you rescue a dog which you know greyhound there's so many out there and they are were you know bred to chase more fluffy things terriers will want to kill rats squirrels and just have natural prey drive all these things determine your perfect puppy because why do you want if you just want a dog to go on natural adventures why would you want a belgian malamar the same way as a protection dog handler why would they want a labrador and that's when deciding on goals your why your the purpose of getting a dog is so important to decide before you get a puppy because what happens is that will um that will decrease the chances of needing to rehire. Now, of course, adapt. We love our dogs. And if you do have, for example, a Belgian Malinois, you're going to have to be realistic that they're not going to be able to sit around for six hours a day on your sofa with 
10 minutes of exercise it's just not realistic they will pace they will bite they will destroy it's just part of the game and it's important to this isn't a dictatorship with training it's a teamwork and have been realistic and wanting to work with your dog not your dog working for you will determine if this puppy is perfect for you. Because if you don't want to work with your puppy, if you don't want to work with those genetics and adapt your goals, then you're already setting every single person up for failure. And that's just not what we can do with our puppies because you'll be correcting more, all these other aspects that will happen in the future. So I want to give three examples now about what goals multiple people may need um what expectations and what will determine if a certain puppy is perfect for you so let's take a farmer he's got a flock of sheep herd of sheep (laughs) and he needs a border collie or a herding dog of some sort whether that's been australian shepherd border collie can't actually think of any more off the top of my head um natural herding instinct they need a lot of stamina they're gonna need to be pretty well bred because you know you want the dog to last for long periods of time not only long periods of time but also for a long time in its um his or her life and you want to be able to work in loads of climates not just you know the heat or just the snow be comfortable all year round so the breed that makes sense is you know a pastoral breed a border collie australian shepherd if you're a very cold climate samoid and then we have just the average person wanting a family pet they're gonna want to you know pretty low drive maybe the motivation to want to go out go on long walks but happy to sleep for a day or two if it's raining outside or if it's christmas We've just had Christmas, New Year. We're not going to be walking, well, if you have to, but we want a day off, even if it means that our dogs have a day off too. Maybe you've got children and you want them to be very gentle with the children or at least being able to control the child. And on and off switch, so you can go on those family ventures, but they're not pestering you 24-7. And high enough energy that doesn't become a headache like for example a belgian manoir and then we've got a very extreme example a dog handler who needs a protection dog or maybe they want to compete in protection sport that's going to need a high drive the lifestyle is going to most likely be a crate and rotate or kennel program it's just how that dog needs to thrive natural possession a really good jaw to grip on to the arm of the decoy and they also want to be environmentally stable now ideally every good breeder will have their puppy socialized and environmentally stable with any things but someone who's looking for a a herding dog it doesn't matter if they're afraid of um you know cars because they're most likely going to be in such a big open space that they'll never see a car or if they do it's not going to be a big deal now there are three examples and you can see how drastic it changes although if maybe you want a family protection dog where the couple will blend 
the characteristics you need for all these different jobs for these different people it's gonna it changes drastically depending on that big goal and again I'll link to the blog post about goal setting and I will be doing a whole podcast episode about it because it's so important I think goal setting is how you drastically help the amount of dogs and rescues but uh, someone who wants to protect your dog isn't going to want a you know a family labrador or you know a farmer doesn't want a crazy possessive protection dog because they're most also going to have prey drive who you know without the right training they might want to kill the sheep all these things that go into it so i want to touch very small like very quickly on the importance of goal setting which is the almost like the foundation before the foundations and that is you need to think setting everyone up for success because you're able to map out the destination and your journey the same way as if you want to go on a car ride unless the goal is to get lost and go on an adventure you're most likely gonna have the basics there you know you might go okay let's just start off on the m1 and let's see where it comes from there unfortunately you know puppy life isn't as go with the flow as that because the goal is to prevent so many problems so having an idea is very important and you know it's setting everyone up for success but it helps knowing what you want for your dog. Now, ideally you know this before you get the dog, whether it's going to be a protection dog, a family pet, you know, a dog to herd your sheep, whatever it may be, you should know this beforehand. However, not everyone has that knowledge. They do say knowledge is power for a reason. And so if that is the case, then you need to change your goal or as you're you know learning about your puppy research the breed which you should have done anyway regardless of knowing the goal or not research the breed as much as possible so you know what goal is realistic because if you don't have realistic expectations regardless if you want this perfect puppy or not you're failing your puppy before you've even started so if you have a Belgian Malinois and you want a family pet, research that breed to see if that is realistic. I'm not saying give up on the puppy because you've got this puppy, you're in it, you can make it work. But you can't expect a Belgian Malinois puppy, or any puppy for that matter, but especially them, to not bite. So if you have children and they're mouthing their fing- little fingers off, know that that is, that is reality. And the reason why, you know, Labradors are more likely to be family pets because they've got a softer jaw and they're not most likely, they're less likely going to buy. The same way as small kids, that's why they choose staffs because of the the muscles of physique. All these things go into it. But yes, there is such thing as a perfect puppy. There will be flaws along the way. It isn't perfect journey, but you can you can set yourselves up for success 100% but it does come down to a bit of planning a bit of preparation and being realistic 
You've been listening to the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard. For more tips and advice, follow Think Dog Academy on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode.